Oh, wow, we are up. live. Oh, that was a good. That was that was a good. Uh, <laughs> that was amazing. Overextension of my hand clapping. <laughs> exactly what that was. All right, are we we are Saturday Live Victory Drive. That's Josh, and that's Brent. Thank you. I didn't know if you were going to do it or what. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm he, sharing right now. So, so I produce the show, but he makes sure that it's actually working. The technical. He's the technical yes. guy, technically. Something like that. We're, we we are going to work closely with our good friends, Jordan and Emily, to get on Instagram Live. So I will keep going since Josh is sharing. Um, So tonight, I'm excited about tonight. I, for one, we have two new things. We have new media. We have a way of doing some new things, and that's going to be fun. I don't know... Uh, we're going to work and make sure that this whole episode gets uploaded before I leave. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we'll have this episode up and I will get retro. I know we've gotten a lot of people that are asking about the previous shows and getting them on. So we will get the retro shows on, uh, over this week, but tonight we will make sure that this show is on Spotify, YouTube, and wherever you like to get your podcast. Yes, absolutely. Um, we also got new content that may get us blocked on those <laughs> things, but I think we'll be able to get past YouTube. I mean, uh, past Facebook with it. What the the clips? Yeah, I think yeah the, the clips clip may get us. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll play it by ear and we'll see how it goes. Um, I will say this: one of the clips. Well, we'll get into it tonight. We're going to talk about well, all the clips are from YouTube, but if you repackage something. I have no idea. Right. I may have to speed them up. I may have to d distort the image. I don't know. Oh, so we'll, we'll no figure copyright it out. kind of thing. I can happen. do all that. I just didn't tonight. Okay. I mean, I can speed it up just a little bit. And I don't know. We'll figure out. We'll figure it somebody, out. Somebody, somebody. I don't know how they do it, but it's growing pains. Growing pains. And if if you know how this how all this works, and you happen to be listening, put in the comments what what we you think we need to do to be able to use YouTube video clips from youtube videos as part of our podcast or whatever we have something coming up we've been invited to go to a, a kingdom alignment network and speak about what we're doing but i don't have all the details i know you wanted to talk about it tonight but i, I didn't want to talk about it tonight i wanted to say we have a big announcement coming next week so please tune in but you just to, blew dude, out the big announcement i'm about to sneeze I'm about to... <laughs> <laughs> bless you oh my goodness man that is not covid um, so yeah, so we have been invited to a, speak at a conference in the first Saturday in February. Yeah. Um, but like, she, like he said, no details. So, but, um, super excited about that. Like that's, I'm excited about that. That's something really cool, man. The topic today. Oh yeah. This is how, this is what I wrote it already in the thing without your permission. And I know I tried to run everything by you. So let me introduce you to what I called it. I, I called him early this week. <laughs> yeah. To give me, yeah. Right? I didn't just do what I did last week and dump it on him in the middle yeah, of the that intro. Was, that was a little. Oh, speaking of the intro. You, I mean, you ready yeah, for that? Well, you know what? We'll be right back. We'll drop that intro. And um, you want to give him the topic first? You, you want to? Yeah. So the topic is religious habits and religious spirit. Well, yeah, I mean, it, we're going to talk about the yeah. religious spirit, but just re we're not going to go at this saying, you know, religious is negative. Yeah. I'm saying that we come up with different habits and over time it can become our religion. Yeah. And that's where the religious spirit can step in. 
and I'm going to hit a few things that I think are meant for good, and 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 they but they have up, turned into they end up being a way to beat people over the head or beat ourselves and, over the head. And or, I think this applies both in recovery, yeah, as in the church. Mm-hmm. I think it goes both. I think in recovery, uh, you get you start to get some religious ideas. You start to get very comfortable in the same groups mm-hmm. with the same people. And, and you start to do, say things. I remember the and first they do the time same rituals. You, you could, rituals in those groups, and then when you go to a different group and don't see them doing it this way, all of a sudden you don't feel comfortable in that group. Or and something. I remember one time we were in a group, and a, a woman was uh, very, very emotional, and it was an old timer group. Mm-hmm. It was like in the afternoon or whatever. In fact, I think it was a lot of retired people because I think you were working landscaping, and I was doing sales, and we were meeting in the at lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the woman raised her hand and she says, "Hey, I'm dealing with this narcotic." And one of the old timers was like, "Oh, we don't talk about narcotics." Yeah, that was a religious like. That gives me a very bad feeling when I when when old timers do that. I'm like, y'all gotta stop. We're just trying to get free in here, man. Yeah. Anyways, drop that intro. Are you ready now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Good. Good. See the enemy fall back, fall back As you show your face, Lord Hear our voices call back, call back This is a call to war, Lord We will not fail, we will prevail This is our destiny So light the morning with your glory Claim your victory This is a call to battle This is a call to battle Blow the trumpet, shout in You know, <laughs> I don't know what you did that for. Whoops. I was, about, I was about to say, you know, I really don't like that you cut it off before it gets to like a fire. I know. I have to go back if you want to fix that. I have to literally go and fix it. What do you mean? It's saved like that. It's saved. So I make it go. It, I control the volume that. while we're watching. Yeah. But if I leave it, it drops off. But I'm saying it doesn't drop. It drops off after he says "like a fire." Okay, well, you tell just, me where to lower the volume and I'll. I, I try to time it with the with the with the um, graphic. Oh, okay. Because it's about to go black. You should. Oh, if you could fade it back to us. Why it says "like a fire"? I, you know, there's a studio. So there's a studio <laughs> setting that I could do that. Don't worry um, about that another time. But I would have to quit my day job. <laughs> so all, all right. right so we're back um what we did is that we we got some clips yeah um we talked about it a little bit and i think one of the things i want to talk about is the idea is it is it skipping the whole time that we're talking yeah it's doing a little skippy skip is it all of the internet is it like her watching tv and stuff you think it's all the internet usage down here possibly yeah it looks like we're coming. are you hey jordy <laughs> Are you watching something, listening to something, and playing something? It might be affecting our internet. Do you have the Wi-Fi on? Do you have the Wi-Fi on? This is all not online. Oh, really well, that doesn't make sense. Okay. okay, well, I don't know. Maybe we're fine. Yeah, maybe we're good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to roll better over here, but I'm not on the Wi-Fi either. All right, sorry about that. Take I am on the Wi-Fi, so 
It just, we have no viewers right now. Yeah, so so we're okay. Really but somebody watching this later on, we just have some technical difficulties. So we'll just is what it is. We're gonna power through. We're gonna muscle through it. All right. Um, you know, I, I'll say this too, man. Last week we prayed before. Yeah, we didn't hit that. We did not pray before today. Yeah. Next, next, next week we pray before. We pray before because we prayed before last week and like viewers just it was different. So, um. I got to say this about the, the, the whole topic, religious habits. I want to start by going, you come into a situation. You know what? I'm going I'm to use the perfect topic. You are raised in a Presbyterian church. Mm-hmm. Everything's super, super strict. You got to dress in, to the nines to attend. You got to, uh, during the hymns, you got to, you know, be uh, professional or, or uh Whatever the word is you would use. Uber reverence. Reverence. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the preaching and then, you know, you're... Just... Which I'm all for reverence. So, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, but the, I think in, in some of those churches, it goes to a, let me show you how reverent I can be. You know a competition of, yeah. so, of sorts. Um, I think the same <clears throat> things happens with the dress and mm-hmm. the yeah. banter. Is uh, You know, once a week we meet to show off how great we are. How, how great... How I'm a better Christian than you. Sure. That's, and sure. that's, you know, I, I remember this. I remember uh, my grandmother talking about prayer circles back then mm-hmm. in the 80s, 90s, yeah. being a place for women to just gossip. So instead of coming into, into the prayer circle and saying, Lord, you know, bless the church, lift us up, whatever, they come into the prayer circle and they say, oh my gosh, you see what so and so's doing? Do you hear what so and so's doing? Oh, pray for them. We better pray for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 that's kind of where we're going tonight is on yeah. like a religious habit thing. And you, and you come into a situation um, like the Presbyterian situation or something like that, and you start to say, hey, you know what? You know, maybe we could. Uh, up the beat a little bit. Maybe we could play a different kind of music. Yeah. Maybe we can dim the lights during worship, right? And you start to change it, and it's but people, good. But people get pushed, start pushing back. And some people start to push. Yeah, back you, on, yeah. you you overcome that friction and stuff, and yeah. it's not bad. But then you come on the backside. You've been worshiping this way now for four months, mm-hmm. and someone comes in and says, "Hey, at the end of this worship, let's sing one of these old hymns again." And they go, "No, no, we're used to this. This is what we're doing now." Yeah, and the the new good thing that that you need becomes the religious yeah structure, and I, I it's the same thing in 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 rooms you know when you go into recovery rooms things like that they're like hey you know let's start with this prayer or let's open up this room and then you come back six months later and they're like we have to go into this room we have to go it's where you take what the spirit has moved you to do. And create it as your thing. Yeah, as that a, ha- it's the standard now. Yeah, because there's, I mean, a, a lot of times when when you're in, you're in a worship service, you're in you're you're in the middle of a sermon, you're in a prayer, uh, prayer setting. The spirit moves you to do something, and it's amazing. And the problem is, is when you go to try to turn that into something it's almost it's almost like an addiction right where you're trying to recreate that same feeling you had and if you don't get the same feeling next time you do it you feel like you're doing something wrong right you know what i'm saying or and some of the biggest moves in some of the places i've been at the end people say that and it's the same thing with recovery some of the best testimonies you've seen or some of the best recovery meetings you've been a part of Mm -hmm. you go back a week later to the same exact time meeting same exact people but it's not the same meeting it's a different meeting and you're like, we should have done it this way, this way, so it would have been like it was last week. But like, that's not how that's not, any yeah. of this works. Yeah. I had a guy ask me last week, um, 
I think it was last week, and I, I failed him on this because I didn't answer the way I'm going to answer this now because me and her actually talked about it, and she actually gave me an answer on this better than I gave to him. But he asked me, he's, he, he leaned up, it was at work, and he leans up against the counter, and he said, man, do you ever just feel like, like his presence isn't there? Like you're just like lost It's a almost. powerful question. And I was like, I was like, I got to tell you, man, and, and you can, this is how I answered him at the time is when you baptized us, you said you're going to feel so different now after this. So you're going to come out of this water and you're going to blah, blah, blah. And I didn't feel that. And maybe if you hadn't said that, what I did feel would have been. Nah, maybe I, I built up an anticipation. I had an ex yeah. expectation on it. And I didn't, it wasn't until we started going to worship of wonders that I started feeling that. You know what I'm saying? That's like, wonderful. And it like rushed. I mean, over the next month, it like rushed in like a And flood. I got to say that it pricks at my pride that he didn't feel it when <laughs> I baptized him, but he felt it later at some guy's church. But, you but know, you it is, it's you okay. Me, you brought me the church. Oh, I'll so, take that. So I'll take that. Okay. But what I should have said to him is that he's always there. It's not like you, you're not going to get that same feeling every time. Amen. You're not going to get the same. You, you're not going to tear up every time in worship. You're not going to. But then one time, like you can listen to us, me and her talk about it all the time. You can listen to the same song 15 days in a row, every single, like, you know, every few hours. And like 30 times into it, all of a sudden you start you get hit. falling. This is, my, just... this is my experience with the Holy Bible. That, what you just said is my experience with the Holy Bible. I could read Matthew four, five, six, seven times. Mm -hmm. And every single time I'm getting a new, like, oh my gosh, out of it. Yeah, now, there's exactly. a lot of reasons why I think it's my age, experience, different parts of life that you're in, different things have happened mm -hmm. to you, different stages of resentment, fear, whatever. Yeah, different stages of your You walk. see, yeah. you know, Jesus is making a parable that you can relate to now because you actually have yeah, been behind the eight ball on yeah. something and, you know, yeah. or whatever the case may be. So I get that part of it, but there is more to it too, right? The first time that I got into the presence of the Holy Spirit and into the presence of the Lord, I cried like a baby. And mm -hmm. then the second time I cried and like the fifth time I cried, but on the eighth time, joy started to stir up. Yeah. And, and now I'm, I'm actually guilting myself because I'm not. Why didn't I cry? Yeah. Why? Why? And I the, know I'm in the presence of the and Lord. And now the, the tears that come a lot of times are, are joyful tears. But you don't cry joyful tears as much as you cry tears of pain. Right, absolutely. And so those tears of pain, though, or shame or guilt, or whatever or it was, missing, that was and I still, longing. This, I still to this day, when I do get hit with those tears of pain, when I'm in, it's it's because I'm realizing what he's done for me, and he's he's walking me back through. My oh, I life. love that. All and, I need is a memory. Yeah, that's awesome. He's walking me back through my life, and I'll, I'll tear it from that. But. <clears throat> But I mean, sometimes in worship, you just don't, sometimes it doesn't, you, you maybe you're in the wrong mindset or maybe you just, yeah. you know, I've come into the building in some peace. Yeah. Uh, or, peace or yeah. I might come in the building and I can't focus because I'm yeah. so stirred up with what's happening to me. Yeah, exactly. That I don't catch anything. And Every then of thing. course, I guessed the way, uh, the place might host the function. The Holy Ghost <laughs> might, I don't know. Yeah. I've heard it before. Um, I heard a pastor say, that he was at a place and no one was paying attention. They were playing on their phones. No one was committed to what was happening. And when he was a, given his time to speak, mm -hmm. he just stood there for like three minutes and didn't say anything. And so the whole crowd looked at him like, like, 
you know, what are you doing? They were all off their phones. And then he got, he, yeah, when he got their attention, <laughs> he started speaking to the fact that, you know, you're not feeling anything because none of you are engaging with yeah. the Holy Spirit. So, and, but then, of course, all right, I could call on to you tonight and say, hey, listen, tomorrow morning when you get to your service, pay attention to the lyrics. Pay attention to mm -hmm. what the leader is doing. Follow along. Pray into this. Worship into this. And something move and something happen. Mm -hmm. And then next Sunday, I'm going, now you got to pray into this. You got to pay attention. You got to put your phone away. Let's put phones in baskets and don't yeah. let. And that's where religion mm -hmm. and, starts and habit good. starts to come into something that. Like, let things be organic. The, the more organic you let it be, the more you let the Holy Spirit just lead. Just let him lead because he will. He absolutely will if you'll just let him lead. It's why we are here. You can't force him into the same position that you had that he was in last week. Let him move. You don't get to dictate which way the Holy Spirit goes and how he's going to come in. And everything, everybody always wants to talk about the overflow being financial. Um, I bless you out of my overflow. I can give when I have enough money to mm -hmm. give. But the overflow is what you're doing alone in the Lord. Mm -hmm. You can't bless me if you're not alone with God getting filled up. The overflow is what you're doing alone, and then you spill out all he's over me. Filling, yeah, he's filling you up. Or in your service tomorrow. Yeah. To overflow onto other and people. And he meets with me daily at my house. He meets with me daily at my job. He meets with me daily in the truck. Um, but when I come tomorrow, I'm in expectation that someone new is coming. Mm -hmm. Someone who needs healing is going to be there. Someone who's not saved might be there. Someone who's been saved and is coming back to the faith might be there. Yeah. And I want to see him do something in their lives. Exactly. I'm not here because you, what you think of me and how much you think I make and who, you know, all that. I don't yeah. care about that <clears throat> stuff. I'm here because I'm in great expectation yes. about what God's about to do in the house of in the Lord yeah. and in fellowship. And uh, if I've got something on me, I want to be able to tell you about it. I want to talk about that tonight too. I want to be able to come to you and confess if I'm struggling. Yeah, absolutely. And I want you to pray for me so I will be mm -hmm. healed. The Bible says, I confess when I'm struggling to you and you pray for me and he heals us. Two or more gather in his name. There he is. There he is. Uh, if you're putting a religious idea on me that I can't express how I'm feeling because now yeah. I'm not speaking life. Now I'm not walking oh, in my authority. Yeah. Because speak life. Into, and, and, and I'm not saying this. the speak life isn't true. But at the same time, like, we struggle. Absolutely. He, Jesus says, when you when you struggle, you notice that. Yeah. Not if you struggle. When you, you will struggle, have hard time. Yeah. This absolutely. will happen in your life. Absolutely. And just pretend like, well, I'm saved. And so everything is going to be picture perfect in my life now. And I'm just going to keep speaking that life into it and yada, yada. You're going to wear yourself out for one. <laughs> I mean, so... Anyways, go ahead. With yeah, so, and, and and then, of course, I want you to be positive. I want you to, to plead the blood on all of your issues. Mm -hmm. I want you to stand boldness and wax bold, as the Bible says, yeah. right? Become bold uh, uh, in all things. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying don't make it a religious ceremonial thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you beat people over the head with. Yeah, and I mean sure. that in all things. I mean that in all things. So, do you have any more comments before I play? Before no, I play the first let's, clip, let's set up these clips a little bit. Are we not? Yeah, you want to talk about the clip before we do it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, because so so through this throughout this week, we kind of send each other back and forth some things, some clips from some videos that we saw, 
dealt with dealt with this topic in various ways. Um, and so the first one is, and I think we've got a couple of them from John Bevere. Be Bevere. Bevere. John Bevere. He's John wrote Bevere. a lot of books. I actually okay. have two or three books in my house okay. that he's written. Um, and like he's the bait of Satan. I've seen him leadership on. I've seen him books. on like um, Instagram, and she, she has TikTok. So I've seen him a few times on TikTok. I see him every now and then on Facebook. Um, somebody will have shared a clip from him, but I never really. And so he pastored his what church? I don't know. Uh, victory maybe i don't know I something don't know like that yeah. yeah um but he's got several campuses because in one of the videos you, you sent me he was talking to other campuses and saying stuff so um but yeah anyways he's he seems like <clears throat> he's one of those preachers that we have in this time that is actually speaking truth um well, well this is what i'm saying like let's not pontificate pontificate with each other if this is truth or not let's yeah. watch it okay and we'll talk about it and then the viewer whoever you are if you're watching you can comment on it and we'll we'll go from there we'll check it out is that right, what do you think is that yeah, good run it all right should i do you think i should mute both of us first and then clip or clip and then mute us go for it either way it doesn't so i go, so I go out and pray i said lord do i need to go to him the lord said yes now you know when jesus said if your brother sends you go to him can i show you the way most people take that what's your name john come here john john I just want you to know you did this and you did this and you did this, but I forgive you. Yeah, that's good. Now, what are they doing? They're using that scripture to vomit all over you to tell you how badly you treated me, but I forgive you. Oh yeah, right. That's not what Jesus had in his mind. Why did Jesus say, go to your brother? Reconciliation. Reconciliation. Big difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. This is where most people get hung up. They lump the two together. Uh-uh, they're different. How do we understand the difference? Look at the cross. When Jesus hung on the cross, what did he say? Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He wasn't just forgiving the soldiers, the Sanhedrin. He was forgiving the next generation, the next generation, the next generation, right down to you and me, because my sins put him there. He forgave me before I ever said I'm sorry. Do you know how many Christians look at me and say, do you know how many times I've had this happen? I'll forgive them when they apologize. What if Jesus would have waited for you to apologize before he forgave you? That's heat. It was very, it was very, it's I heat. thought it was very good. Um, now that we pontificate, you said it's heat. <laughs> it's heat. Um, and, and this is, this is kind of where I'm at when I make new friends, especially in the church. Mm -hmm. Is I'm gonna go ahead of you now and just forgive you. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna work this out, walk this out right now, and just forgive you. What happens is a religious thing starts to happen to me, mm -hmm. where if um, I am unable to forgive you or I struggle with it, I can't speak to other people negatively about you. I can't yeah. explain it mm -hmm. to. And and the thing about forgiveness is it's hard. Yeah. Right. Uh, true forgiveness is not an easy thing. And I should be uh, I should have a, pla an, a, a place where when we come into fellowship, I can walk up to you and say, man, I, I'm having a hard time forgiving this person. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Will you pray for me? Will mm -hmm. you work this out with me? Will you give me patience and kindness? We're turning forgiveness in some cases and, and then into a religious know, habit. Sometimes it helps to have somebody that you can go to and. I'm sorry, you say you don't want to talk negative about somebody, whatever, whatever. It helps to have somebody who you can at least unload it on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So you're not, you don't want to unload it on that person. That nothing's going to come of that, dude. That is such. A, you're it, saying something right now. Until like you you're had saying it, something. Until right you've now. had it, had your chance to just get it out of you in a kind of in a vacuum over here with like like you, me, you do it all the time. Um, you'll call me Vent. I'll call you Vent. Whatever. If if you can get it out to somebody else, then when you go back to that person. You're, it's a lot if if you're going back to that person, it's a lot easier for you to articulate what you want to say without just going in on them. Yeah, because I, sometimes you've someone had a chance to get some of it out steps on your foot, mm-hmm. and you get really mad. Yeah, and you want to tell that person, "Watch out for my feet," and you want to be angry, mm-hmm. and you want to express this anger. You'll see me standing here, sitting here. What? Yeah. And if someone sees you acting like that, there's a there's an absolute consequence for this behavior. If yeah. you're standing here and you're losing your cool in front of somebody, you're losing your cool on an unexpected person mm-hmm. who accidentally stepped on your foot. Yeah. You're you know you're completely in sin. You're completely get consequences from the behavior. Yeah. But if you could walk away from that situation and call someone who's not there and doesn't know the person you stepped on their foot and tell them, this person stepped on my foot. Ah! Yeah. You get the emotion out. And that's what I like about some of the, like, you'll call me sometimes with some things that you you go through with, I don't want to. I don't know why he's, what he's talking about. I, I don't, but. I really virtually <laughs> have no anger issues. No, <laughs> I, nobody offends me ever. I'm instant forgiving. But it's cool because I don't know a lot of the people that you're calling me about. Right. And so I have no I, I skin in the game. I have no skin in the game other than to get you through it. You know what I'm saying? Other than to let you vent it out and then tell you what what I think, hey, maybe you you might have overreacted just a little bit. I mean, it, it's just your foot. Did did they break a toe? Like what's going you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like so did they do it on purpose? Do you yeah, know this person? Did they I jump think. up and down on it? Like what happened? And yeah. so it can kind of give you a, a chance to kind of because I think we say to each other, I was like, yeah, okay, I, you're, you're kind of right. I, I, give, I get what you're saying. I get what you're coming from. And so it kind of gives us a, you kind of calm down a little bit. And it gives you, and now then, you can And go now back. I've done, yeah. And, and, and <clears throat> now I have no consequence of my blow up because yeah. it's between you and me. Yeah. It's went into a vacuum. Yeah. Everybody needs a vacuum. So if anyone trusts you to be a vacuum, that's a responsibility. Be a vacuum. That Hold is a real responsibility. what they're saying and you don't go around... Hey, you know what Brent said to me about you? Like, we don't do that. That's not, like, anything that he says to me that I know is supposed to be kept in confidence stays in confidence. It's just, it just is what it is. Um, but we've had that relationship for a very long time. And so, it's taken time. I mean, it, yeah. it, and it takes time with you. I mean, if you're in a situation um, where you side with a person or you've you're got a favorite in a situation, it's more challenging yeah. than I'm displaying it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do wholeheartedly believe in the church, this is what we need. The fellowship of the body of Christ, <clears throat> we have to come into it forgiving, as he just was saying, mm-hmm. Jesus forgave you before you apologized. <clears throat> we got to come in going, I'm going to forgive you before you apologize. Reconciliation is what he said, which yeah. is, I think, we were when we were talking about this the other day, um, Another pastor, he, he kind of broke it down like this when you, when you talk about um, he was going through the Beatitudes. And the one of the Beatitudes is, uh, blessed be the peacemakers. Yeah, the peacemakers. And he, and he doesn't say peacekeepers because you're not going to be able to keep the peace. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Things are going to happen. There's going to be strife. But the, this is also where the I think, okay. The peacemaker is the one that goes, the ex, goes for the reconciliation. 
to right. make peace where peace has been so broken down. So the body down. stays together, yeah. yeah. And then th- what you just said, the peacekeeper is where you're starting to let religious habit yeah. take over the interaction. To where you don't... Okay? I, we, the we last time quiet, people made up, this up. is what it looked like. Yeah. And you guys don't look like that on this one. You guys have too far boundaries. You mm-hmm. need to look like this. That's all religious yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's not... Uh, a peacemaker is finding where you did wrong because in, I think we learned this when we went through my fourth step together is in anything, any interaction that you, that more than one you feel wronged, you there is some wrong that you have done, whether maybe not directly to them, but maybe with a word you said afterwards or, you know, there's all kinds of things. Maybe with the slander you threw on them behind their back because of this, that or the other thing. So it's it's very I lost my train of thought there, but (laughs) it becomes a religious thing where you, you want to just, like you said, you want to act like you, this is the same every time. Yeah. It's got to look like this. The last, the last, you know, the last time that uh, I was involved with this thing, these two people went back to normal. Yeah. And now this time they're not back to normal. They're both at peace. Yeah. Um, One of them calls me from time to time and we pray about forgiveness and, and walking it out. This, they need to go back to normal. Because yeah. that's what happened last time. They need to write a letter. Yeah. Not every this single person. Offense. Right. You, not every single offense has to write a letter. Yeah. That worked in one situation, but don't make writing letter a religious yeah. habit. Exactly. Oh, well, you need to go to this. You need to confront. Not every time. It not worked time. in one situation. but And we have to allow the Spirit of the Lord to change us, to move mm-hmm. us around. Exactly. Be malleable. Yeah. Be be you know. Like we said. Yes, like we said earlier, I love a good Holy, service where we're crying and praying and snotting. But sometimes we need a reverent yeah, so service where we're honoring God and and you know whatever the case may be. And if and if your your worship team, if your if your your pastor is letting the Spirit lead, then those things just happen organically. Yeah. I can't tell you how many services we we've, we've been in where. It was all raucous, and then all of a sudden something Everything shifted, gets, and everybody everybody gets. Everybody gets I've seen it so many times, it's like where it's complete whoa. chaos for twenty minutes, but then everyone knows. Okay, now it's time to be boom. What's the yeah. word? What, what's our revelation? Mm-hmm. Where are we going with this? And 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 it works out. I don't know if that's in the same. Are, are we on the same? Are we still on the same topic here? Same. So yeah, well, Mark Driscoll, and you didn't take. You didn't write a note of what this clip is about. I mean, it's so, so what he says, my favorite part of this is, is he says that Satan uses religion or the religious spirit. Okay. And that's where we're really not on fixing relationships as much as we are trying to say what, try not to get really religious about what works. Yeah, exactly. I have a, I have this advice about prayer and I think this happens in anything that you're dealing with. If you've lost someone, you're mourning them. If someone's rejected you and the relationship's over and you're mourning that relationship, if you've put down images and you're mourning that, if you're mourning a, an addiction of some sort, I know I went through a bit of a mourning when I quit smoking cigarettes. It was a weird thing. Um, if you're mourning things, I believe wholeheartedly you should come up with three canned prayers every day like you should be praying throughout your day but that does not become your religion now. right now you after so at all times yeah. you've gotten over the morning you don't smoke anymore you're still kind of saying the prayers because it's a habit and you meet someone and they're like you know i can't sleep and you're like dude you gotta be praying and you're calling them and you're like did you pray did you pray this religion beating each other up 
with our ideas of what religion is, mm-hmm. it's just not the move. It's not the loving move. The scripture where it says, if you have all the gifts, if you know all of the mysteries, if you've been revealed everything to you, mm-hmm. but you don't have love, you're just a banging gong. It's, yeah. it, that, if you're doing things, if you're discipling another person, if you're working through something and you're doing it in this patternized habit, habitual order, you know, yeah. it's why uh, when you come into recovery, I always say this is suggestive. I'm, yeah. I'm making suggestions to you. If, if Josh calls me. And a lot of sponsors will, will say go to, you know, go to X amount of meetings, but be diverse with the meetings you go to because if you like we were saying if you keep going to the same meeting over and over and over and over and then you go to a different meeting after that and that meeting does things a little different you feel out of place because you're in this religious thing within aa within recovery right it happens in recovery religion happens in recovery it's the same thing where if i've been called to uh submit myself daily to preaching and teaching Mm -hmm. And you went through a season in your life where it wore you out and you became, um, uh, what's that word? I, I never use the word and I don't know what it, I, I can't even use it because it never happens to me. Uh, burnout. That's burnout. It. Burned out. Yeah, I have no idea what burnout is. But many, of, uh, many Christians go through burnout, right? And they meet a person like me that submits myself to daily things and they go, Brent, you're going to burn out. No, that's your religious stuff coming out yeah that that you don't know that that's what the lord's doing in me you don't know if he's called what he's called me to do so coming into my life and telling me that what happened to you is going to happen to me it's actually bad advice a lot with job job had friends that came in and said this is happening to you because you need to repent of something yeah that was their religion that was a religious thing so now we'll move into the next clip so it's mark mark driscoll um and this is about this is about the religious spirit is this is this one going to be slide two? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's check it out. Religious people are probably somewhere over here. So he, there's a crowd of people. Jesus is like, now when you guys pray, don't pray like the religious people. Religious people were very offended. They're like, we're very holy, pious, and good. We're the good people, not the bad people. Jesus is like, actually, you're the problem, not the solution. Religion is sometimes where Satan hides because people wouldn't expect to find him there. And what he talks about is religious hypocrites. Now, sometimes religious hypocrites are people who preach something that they don't practice or their public life is not the same as their private life. But sometimes hypocrisy is not just being inconsistent with your commitment. It's that everything you're committed to is a lie. Give me an example. God's looking down and there are certain religions say, well, you gotta pray three times a day on a rug facing east. God's like, That wasn't my idea. That whole thing is hypocrisy. It's pretending to be from God has nothing to do with God. There are whole religions and religious dispositions and even Christian traditions that they in and of themselves are hypocritical, not in that we are seeing people disagree with their ideology. It's that their whole ideology is hypocrisy because none of it comes from God and it pretends to be from God. And let me say this as well. How many of you have heard that Christians are hypocrites? You heard this? We're not. We're not, because what happens is a Christian sins, we're like, oh, they sinned, what a hypocrite. We're not a hypocrite. We, our, our whole thing is that we're sinners. That's our whole thing. So if we sin, we're not hypocrites. We're consistent. <laughs> we- 
absolutely. It's really good. It's really, really good. I, I really enjoy his. his. He, he has these men's groups that are just fantastic. But uh, just shared that just to, to go into the whole entire thing of, of the way we handle each other when we meet tomorrow at Fellowship on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Well, last week, you know, the, the coffee was free. Now they're selling the coffee. You know, last week there was a line to get in. Now there's, you know. It just So <clears throat> I sit here every Sunday. This is my seat. What the religious spirit does is it creates discourse within the church. Because everybody has their own mindset of their religious views. Everybody does. And everybody's are even maybe even just a little bit different from everyone else's. Right. So eventually it causes discourse. How and, could it not? And so how could it not? And we are not called to have that kind of discourse within the body. I do think there's a time for us to sit and talk about the Bible, um, test prophecy. It, it, it's good for me to come to you and say, this uh, man prophesied over me. I'd have a car wreck. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, yeah. And pray with me and go. No, that's not scripture at all, or whatever. You know what? You know. I, I think that's good. But like, but discord. The key, the key word you used there was scripture. Yeah. Ninety percent of religious practices, like he just traditions, said, face east and pray like yeah, this. Where aren't they? scripture? And I don't even know if that's in the Quran. I don't want to get. I don't know what. I haven't read the Quran, so I, I know. I know. I know he has. He's read the Quran. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah. But all these things, if to me, if it's not in the scripture, I don't need you to beat me with it. And I don't we, need you to beat our, me with scripture, but I don't need definitely don't need you to beat me with stuff that this is going to be man made and not in the scripture. Such a good point right here is it is our responsibility as Christians to search the scripture. But if someone you know isn't looking at their Bible three times a day like they're supposed to, take it easy. Yeah. Take, don't get too religious on them. And if you are really good at it, and then you take a, a few days off, take it easy on yourself. Yeah. It's like, don't there, use words so like things, supposed to. I think there's there's we're talking right now about beating up other people in church because of of whatever religious what's your religious spirit. Yeah. But we beat ourselves up for it too. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. like we'll like get into a fast and you end up not reaching not getting the as many days as you wanted in the fast or something like that and all of a sudden God hates me. I don't know what I'm going to do. And that's a, God's that's so a, mad at me right now. This is and a not great, true. great part because we are fasting right yeah. now. You get four strong days. You're On the fourth day, at least for me, on the fourth day, I start to feel weird in my joints. Mm -hmm. All right. I start to get colder than normal. And I start to get really uh, self-righteous. <laughs> I don't even know where that comes from. But I start walking around like, oh, I have not eaten in four days, and I'm sure you all have. Are you looking at your Facebook? Oh, is your fast over? Oh, mine's not. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then on the fifth day, I can't take it anymore. I get some jerky. I get some nuts. And I'll, I'm like, oh, Lord, I failed you, Lord. I, 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 what did I do? <laughs> right? Like it's, uh, but it's not true. He, he wants us to consecrate. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I believe he wants us to consecrate, but he doesn't want us to like it. He doesn't want us to make it something to where it's separates us. It's 
Because that that spirit right there that that starts to separate us from him, as opposed to bringing us closer to him. Absolutely. So yeah, he doesn't. And look, this same thing happens in recovery. Okay, when I came into the first year recovery as an I was an alcoholic, I was a drug addict, but I worked behind a bar. You know, every man at every meeting when they found out I worked at a bar went, "You gotta quit that job, brother." Yeah. Like, like I, I can't. Pay, I gotta pay my bills. All yeah. Right? I, how am I gonna quit it, that yeah, job? Exactly. I don't know your story. You, I, I agree. I tell most alcoholics, don't go back into a bar. Don't go into a liquor store. But the truth about me is, that first year, I worked behind a bar, and I stocked a liquor store. Yeah. Do you remember that? I, don't know. I worked for the Indian guy down next to the cigar shop. Okay. About fourteen hours a week or something, and I stocked liquor because that guy paid me to do it. And you know, it, it's just. I, do I advise that for everybody? No, but at the same time, this religious thing kicks in where we think it has to be this way. And and I love where Driscoll's talking about that, where he says, like, they all go pray three times a day, face to the east. Like, yes, I believe in prayer. I believe in corporate prayer. I believe we should pray without ceasing. Yeah, I believe in praying in tongues. But if you don't pray in tongues, I still think you are possessed by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you can still... I, I, your your conversation with the Lord is no more heard than mine is. I mean, do I think you can get more if you do push in and pray in tongues? I do. I do believe. But it's it's his religious spirit. Do do you have to pray in tongues to get delivered? Do you have to pray in tongues to be recovered to to be recovered? No. No. I don't. I don't think so. It's very very good for you though. Yeah, I think the praying in tongues thing. This is new to you, right? Like you. Yes. It very it really builds up your the. Was the spirit man? Is that what Vlad calls it? Sure. Yeah, and it really it, it does. It gets you to a place that I can't even I can't even describe it. I mean, I the the feeling of being in a corporate prayer and wailing in tongues. Amen. Come on. Is or is hearing it, people do. And let me tell you something else about church too. On a Saturday morning at eleven fifteen in a subdivision. If you hear people praying and wailing in the neighborhood mm -hmm. and you hear church happening in a community, it is amazing. Yeah. Now, now that, that might sound a little foreign to you. You might think, oh, we shouldn't do that kind of church. But it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And when God makes moves like that, it's amazing. And religion will stop you from experiencing yes, yes. different moves of God. It will hinder it. Exactly. Um, That's why I said some, bigly. some of our religious things that originally started as something that like like we said you did it once and it worked it's something that started at something that was bringing us a lot closer to god eventually as it, the more and more religious it gets i feel like the farther and farther it pulls you away yeah. or it pulls you away but just no i understand exactly you know what, what you mean yeah and it, 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 i'm starting to see it. i'm going to bring up a question before we go to the next video and okay. i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up statements but this idea that um, you no longer need the gifts of the Holy Spirit Oof. in the church today. Religious. Do you think it's religious? Religious spirit right there. Is that so? Like I heard a guy say, if you pray in tongues around non-believers, you're going to run them off. Is that a religious statement? Do you think? Yes. Uh, it's not accurate. You know, is that accurate? That um, I think that it's your fault that a person doesn't come to no, Jesus but because I think, you prayed in tongues. I think in the scripture it does say that um, that prophecy will keep them there. But tongues may make them. How about uh, that? I'm not real prophetic. I'm not. I sometimes it comes out of me. This one. But I I don't. You know I've prayed I prayed with someone, 
Oh, man. I prayed with somebody, and they were going through something so deep at home. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I laid hands on them. I prayed with them. I talked to them. I didn't know the deep thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have not. I don't. Uh, um, you don't live in the prophetic. I'm not. I'm just not very prophetic. Now, like I said, sometimes it does come out of me. Yeah. Sometimes things do come out of me, but for the most part, I'm not. But that doesn't make me less valuable. What, what Paul, I think it's Paul, I think it was Paul is saying is that if you prophesy over someone and it's true or it comes true over a non-believer, you've the chances are you've won them. Whereas if they see you babbling in tongues, they might go, what is going on here? Don't use that word. I hate that word. Which word, tongues? No, you don't babbling. Like tongues? When they, they say it all. Uh, you know, is babbling some kind of religious thing for you? <laughs> no, it's, it's, what, it's what the... Um, the the religious people that don't believe in speaking in tongues it's the word they use to like y'all are just I, just babbling blah 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 and it's like uh, okay yeah, you keep calling it babbling I don't know if the Holy Spirit's gonna like that someone's getting upset anyways go ahead I don't know I mean, sorry my religion says you need to forgive <laughs> but yeah I think I think religions we we got to check them uh, another thing about me um, uh, about a year ago or a little bit more at Worship with Wonders Pastor Miles Rutherford poured a horn of oil on me. And I became a very exuberant worship person. Okay. Okay. I get alone and, and, and worship with the Lord. And I love him. And I can visualize the angels worshiping him and everything. And I wish I could give this feeling to you. I want you to be this free with him. So what ended up happening, it became religious for me. Everywhere we went, whether it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, Friday, whatever, I'm worshiping like this and I'm loving him, but people around me are not. Some are actually talking bad about me or telling me that, I, that I'm disruptive. And it started to become a thing for me where I wanted you to worship with me. And I started trying to lead people around me. Come on, let's do this together. Yeah, you dragged me out on the... Yeah, 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 yeah. I got really bad about it. And he hit me right in the middle of my forehead one Sunday morning and said, until I tell you different, Hit your knees and be quiet no matter where you are. Would you believe me on a Sunday night, taking back Sunday night, I sat on my knees and didn't make a peep. It went on for a while because he was correcting me. Because I had turned exuberant worship into a religious behavior. Yeah. And, and any, I, there's so many good things. People come in and they say, hey, we need this. We need to close off this. We need to open up this. We need to change this. We need to preach this. We need to talk more about this. We need to raise this. And it's good. Yeah. And you're right. But when you start, like, putting it on a person and almost even saying, oh, oh your truck broke down? Is it because you're not meeting with us on this time? Are you tithing? Is it because you didn't fast at the beginning of the year? I think I, 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 you had to correct me one day because I came at you like that a little bit about about giving and tithing because you were it was something about money and I was like, well, how how's your how's <laughs> your giving? How's your giving? And it, you we like, could do this. Like it's not about that. I'm, like, I'm not saying it is. I'm just asking how you're giving. We could come and we can correct people in a religious way. Yeah. And I think it happened with Job and his friends. Mm -hmm. I think they came with incorrect Peter is walking with Jesus. Yep. And Jesus prophetically says to him, I have to go and leave you. Mm -hmm. And Peter corrects him with a religious statement. Yeah. You don't have to go. You can, you can, defeat, you can defeat the... Because well, in, in Peter's religious view, this is the Messiah that's going to reign 
So he is going to, we are going to take over this. We're going to do this. How upsetting is it to everyone who believes yeah. that, the, that the king was coming to wipe out all the enemies and instead he hung on a cross, well, humble. What they didn't understand is the ultimate enemy was sin. Amen. And so he did. But that's not like you like you said. That's not the way they interpreted the scripture, and and not not you know the scripture was in that aspect. It was left a little bit ambiguous. So it was you know when you get to when you when you finally see him, you're like, it's it's justifiable that you thought that he was going to come in as a you know. Sure, it's it says he's going to hold the all religions. All religion is justifiable. All religion is justifiable. To to stop a meeting and say, hey, in this meeting we don't talk about that. It's justifiable. Most of us in here don't deal with hydrocodone, and she's talking about hydrocodone. You're right. But you have just shut someone up who needs to express what has happened. That, that's that was my biggest thing with, and you know this. We've talked about this. Well, that's why Victory Drive is so wide open. Yeah. I, I mean, the reason Victory Drive is bringing recovery to Christianity, Christianity to the recovery, is because of these early issues I saw. I, I was okay. My first four or five years didn't really notice. Jumped from church to meetings and, and was good. I'd never brought up Jesus in meetings, so people wouldn't catch on fire and, and leave. All the demons wouldn't scatter out of the meeting and ruin the meeting. I was okay, but then I start working with Josh, and he starts coming with meetings with me, and he's like, this is a turnoff. And yeah. it opened my eyes to some of the religious practices that happen in recovery. When, when if, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the grace of God. Ooh, come I, I on, say that again. Whoa. If it wasn't but the, by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Hallelujah. I would have cussed an old man out in a Rebo's meeting one time. Ooh, you just throwing names. Yeah, I might as well just say his name too. Because, because this our internet is so bad today. It's so you know, so, so you know the the women's extension. Right? Yeah, I, I I only the extension. My um, experience with extensions has only been with males. I I, I just I I've um, a friend of mine wanted to give computers to single mothers, mm -hmm. and that, that's when I realized the extension had females. Well, so the 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 women's extension, I think on Wednesdays, at least used to this, uh, you know, back when I went to that particular clubhouse, they um the women's extension would come to the meeting on Wednesday. I think it was an eleven o'clock meeting. Okay, they would join the boys. Well, no, I, did the boys extension come? Okay, never mind. I didn't know what you're saying. So keep on going. My bad. They would come to this meeting. Okay. Which, okay. Women's extension a, would come to the would, group. Yeah. That we're talking. Okay. Gotcha. That we were gotcha. having on, on Wednesday. Mornings. Unbeknownst of your rules, of your yeah re religious behaviors in this group. Yeah. 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 Like the, and so, and the people in this women, the, the women in this extension aren't just alcoholics. They're drug addicts. They're you know they're meth heads. They're all this kind of thing, and they're just trying to get. They're just trying to get free. They're just trying to get some, you know, recovery under their belt. Amen. And they come in this meeting, and one of them, and they say at the beginning of the meeting, don't, you know, we talk about alcohol here, blah, blah, blah. They don't say, don't mention these things, but they say, we discuss alcohol. Yeah, alcohol. yeah this is an Alcoholics you, Anonymous you meeting. Have a with Try to keep else, your sharing. Yeah, yeah, if you have a problem, if you have, if you struggle with other things, then there is literature we can give you that'll get you the help you need, whatever, whatever. So this this one girl woman I don't I can't don't remember how old she was starts sharing, and during her share she's trying her hardest to say alcoholic instead of addict. She's trying her hardest. <laughs> you can just see it in her face. And she slips up a couple times, and she even mentions a drug w once. And yeah, but she it's a yeah well, in her share she says it's, yeah. it's a good share, and she you can tell she's hurting. And the very next person that shared 
just comes against the fact that she used these words and she said these things and this is an alcoholics meeting and we don't and blah blah blah, blah. she got up and went outside yeah of course i mean and she it, sat outside and the again rest i of the don't meeting. i'm not gonna blame him in the meeting for her it's the stumbles, religious spirit but i meeting. am gonna suggest to those of us that are that are walking this out mm -hmm. and one of our clips says this tonight and i just love it yeah um you know what I'm talking about with the one guy? I'm waiting for you to say what you're going to okay, say first. All right. <laughs> I, for those of us, I'm saying let's become malleable. Let's play it by ear. Mm -hmm. Let's let God do it. Peter had the vision of what he can and can't eat yeah. is because a Gentile was coming. Mm -hmm. And before that Gentile got there, Peter had a religious idea of who to be saved. Yeah. He still carried that in with the circumcised and the uncircumcised. Mm -hmm. We have got to Paul drop to, our, reli our religious ideas. Him from if a man comes in and he's tattooed from his back to his, you know, his whole back has got a, uh, um, like a bird, like a, like, what do you call those big fiery birds that... A phoenix. A phoenix. And it has yeah. like the other, what's the other thing that's like a phoenix and then there's like a... Like a, like a manicure is that a manicure? Yeah, That's that it. A phoenix and a manicure tattooed on his back, and he has a whole sleeve of like um, let me see, like a whole sleeve of like Marvel characters, and you don't believe that men should be tattooed, and, and you're walking around his side, and and, and you're and you're pure like me, like you have no tattoos anywhere on your body because you are ready. Pure. Your body is a temple. <laughs> <laughs> if that's how you come into this and then and then you meet him and he's been baptized and saved what is he what are you gonna do like kat von what's her name and just t take all the tattoos off you, did you see that woman kat von yeah you know kat what i'm von talking me. about yeah. she like changed something she like tattooed herself all black or something did she? to get rid of the tattoos yeah did we she? look it up later but yeah she she got i didn't, rid know, of she did. I didn't know she went that far but so but yeah when i meet you i can't look at you and go oh my gosh I've got a, I got Christian friends that got tattoos on their faces. Guess what? If I if I tattoo this old black, you're still tattooed. Still tattooed. Still tattooed. <laughs> it's still there. And you got all these mythical. What do you got? A, a phoenix. This is Marvel, dude. Listen, calm down. Give me your religious reason for the phoenix and the manicure. So, so you know the the significance of a phoenix. And this was before I was like it's coming out of the flames. A phoenix doesn't get consumed by fire. I don't know. No, the, the phoenix is a rebirth. Oh, okay. All right. This was I, I got this for recovery reasons, not Christian. Okay. I um, I, I appreciate that. Um the the manicure was a is a mythical creature that takes everything from you. It doesn't just kill you, it takes everything. The manicure is a mythical creature yeah. from Greece? Is I, it a Greek I, I, Okay, I, go ahead. Sorry. Um that takes everything from you. And that's what, you know, addiction and, and, and Absolutely. Does. 100 degree, yeah. And so the so the tattoo on back is a phoenix basically fighting this thing and and and, and winning and so that's wh that's what i got so that's which what is, is uh metaphorical for the holy spirit defeating <laughs> some, the spirit of addiction in your life it's a metaphor for me coming out of a out of addiction out of alcoholism in my life Praise this is god what it for is that. Of, grace of god of some sense. um so and if you look at these things as religious in a religious way, mm -hmm. it's just like that vision I got where the, did I tell you about the vision where the guy comes to me, he's weeping, he's broken. And as he, as he looks up at me and lifts his head, I might've told some of the viewers, I don't know, his, the white of his eyes are tattooed black and it freaks me out in the, in the vision. I'm freaked out by this yeah. demon possessed man who's full of evil. Why would he have his eyes all blacked out like that? Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Men are going to come to you with life-changing decisions they've made, permanent decisions, permanent scars, and I'm going to change them from the inside out. 
go with it. <clears throat> Religion will have you afraid of that. Yeah. The teardrop. Don't be afraid. Religion of that. wants to change. Religion wants to. Pastor Mitchell says this, not in the clip that we're going to play, but later on in part of it. He says that the, the thing about religion is it's all about the exterior. It's all about what you look like doing this. What it, like That's what it's about is, you know, how do we look? How do we come off to other people? How did this, that, and the other? Jesus works on you from the inside out. And the only period. care what you look like, the only mirror is Jesus. Yeah. He wants you to become a mirror of him. It's good. It's good, man. So if you uh, are in a group that is only alcohol and someone comes in and starts talking about images, pull them aside after. You know, there's another thing the Bible says. Correct each other gently. Yeah. This abrupt way of that's not how we do it here. Yeah, is it's very brutal. It's rude. It's brutal. You're doing that is is even more rude than what you think this person did as far as sharing using the word addict in an alcoholic meeting yeah what you did is way more rude than that. dude our internet is so bad i mean it is so bad is that why people are dropping off um that's probably because of our content <laughs> i mean they're coming back they're coming off through. is it is it choppy for y'all out there if, if anybody's still left to listen and is in the comments is it choppy for y'all out there so we have another clip this is going to be another pastor and i i want to say this too Different groups, different meetings, different pastors. Hold on, let's, did you just break it for the? I have already break it. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that kind so of. So let's 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 get. She said yes. Yes. Okay. Said yes. So, what we really need is better internet, and there's only one way we get better internet, and that is if you happen to decide that you want to. So know, I've been been made aware that people can't scan a a. a a uh, little QR code Link in the when they're watching the phone, okay. which, okay, I didn't think of that. So um, I did put the link in the bio if yeah. you want to give to this. We're not asking for money, but if... And then you, then your wife you came to, to me and said, you know what, I scanned one of the QRs and nothing even happened anyway. So I don't know. Hmm. So anyway. Link in the bio. Thank you, Liza. I... Just bear with us. We're trying to get through this internet situation. I don't know why it's so awful. Um, some days it's work. Some days it's, you know. I don't know. Yeah, today's just really bad. And it's yeah, probably wait. because we didn't invite the Holy Spirit to the show before we got started. That's true. We did not pray. And that Lesson was, that's on us. learned. Lesson Father, learned. open up the internet waves for us, Lord. <laughs> get your word across. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bam. That thing jumped up like... <laughs> Come on. That was crazy. Uh, we're still skipping over here. Though. All right. So <laughs> all right, so we're gonna show a video real quick. And that you know, that might be trouble too. What playing the video? We're playing the content. I, I, I don't know. You think so or no? Maybe. Anyways, run that run that next clip. The next clip is, is James. This, am I on slide three? Uh you know No, this name? should be John say it again, Bevere. So it's slide three, right? Yeah, One, John. two, three. John I Bevere. can't see him. Huh. John Bevere. And this is about a knockoff Jesus. This is kind of a skit. I am yoked, which is easy to see, and these burdens are light. So I am basically Jesus. I'm not the Jesus from 2,000 years ago, because that would be weird. You know, I can make you a fisher of men. Watch this while I walk on the water. But I must be doing something right 
because I have all kinds of people starting to follow me now. And that's how I met Ted. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people following this guy, so I was like, yeah, it sounds like he can do a lot of things for my life, so why not follow him? I hate to admit this, but I kind of, I kind of drank quite a bit last night with some friends, so. Bro, yeah. my first miracle? I turned water into wine. And guess who asked me to do it? Yeah? My mom's. I asked him, you know, what is like the meaning of life? Make it rain like Noah. Ugh. And he said, all his life. So I thought that was kind of weird. What about repentance, though? Shouldn't I repent of doing that? Not important. It's not important? Yeah, that's, that's, that's pre-cross. Let's go ahead and take a look at your Instagram account. Oh yeah, sure. Whoa! Uh, oh, okay, wait, wait, no, she started following me, but I'm definitely not gonna follow her back. I mean, like, she's like, she's like half naked in all of her photos, so, no. Half, half naked? Uh, Have you even read The Song of Solomon? Ooh, Game of Thrones, of... Game of Thrones. Uh, no, I actually heard that one was pretty raunchy, so Ted, maybe we could- have you even read the Old Testament? Yeah, there's not that much sex in the Old Testament. Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, uh, life has been kind of rough recently. It's, it's, it's been a little rough. Okay, so whenever I'm reading the Bible, what do I need to read? Just spending some time with him, it's been great. I feel so motivated, so encouraged. Thou shall not read the King James. None of these versions. What you're going to want to read is the millennial standard version. I took out all the correction, I took out all the warnings, and I just left the positive stuff. The MSV. That that's funny. Hit so many things for me. Yeah, I mean it, it, that when that's why I chose this clip because it was just so, it hit so many different things that have been suggested to me, mm -hmm. things that have been advised to me, things people have said. Um, for some reason, I just resonated with. We took out all the correction. We took out yeah. and we just left the the good stuff. Yeah. Um, exactly. Or hey, repentance—that's not important anymore. That was pre-cross. Pre-cross. Pre <laughs> like hey, this stuff is, um, whether you believe it's true or you don't, mm -hmm. is really becoming a religion. Yeah. Over the last couple of years since since COVID, there's like this hyper grace religion. We happening. talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You and I have, but we haven't talked about it on here, have we? Yeah, I think our first oh, three shows were about that. Oh yeah, you mean okay? I, I, yeah, all right. Well. I yeah, but it's no, like, I, no, and, it's but like I, where I can't. I, I think I can't, it's something that that needs to be discussed a lot, dude. Because it, it, somebody orders a drink at the table, and there's nine alcoholics sitting at the table, or there's fifteen Christians. Now I, I'm on both sides of this coin. Okay, yeah. I'm on the side of the coin that if you go to a Christian event and someone orders a drink, just relax, just let them drink their drink and relax. But I'm on the other side of the coin. If you drink freely and you're cool with it, and you're not an alcoholic, and you're at a Christian function. Just don't right now. Yeah. Well, I, I, if you don't have if a you don't have a drinking problem, why drink at these functions? Yeah. Why? I, 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 why drink when nobody else is? It, like, like it's just like I'm not trying to be religious about yeah. it. If you want to drink, drink. If you don't drink, you yeah, don't. Yeah, I'm not drink, gonna beat but, you over the head with it. Just, but I guess my question is, is ask yourself, like, do I really need? Like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. This, like, why this, am I having a drink? Yeah. With Christians who don't drink. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. a it's an interesting thing to me. Mm -hmm. um, again, not to, I'm not trying to be religious about the drinking thing. It's just when you have that discussion, if you look across at someone and you say, "You do know that I'm alcoholic, and you're ordering margaritas, or whatever the case may yeah. be," they look at you and they're, "Ah, Jesus turned water into wine for his mom." 
It's yeah. like literally like the go-to yeah. response for uh, this kind of behavior. Is yeah, like, I heard somebody, there's somebody out there preaching that Jesus was an alcoholic or something like that, or said something like that. Or when you're fasting, people tell you Jesus was a glutton. Yeah. Jesus ate all the time. Yeah, and it's like, where are you getting this? I don't I don't know how scripturally you back any of these. This was, there's so many things that are taught in churches all over this country that you cannot back up what they're saying in the scripture. You just Ooh, can't. That guy said that. He's like, yeah, I know this is confusing because the church is telling lies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I like what you said, but is that anywhere in the scripture? Is there any, yeah. like, you know, um, I, there's one guy that I've criticized before and I, I don't like to criticize pastors. And when I visit other churches, I try to find the things I like only, but he has a Bible. He has a mantra about his Bible, but then he spends an hour not in the Bible, not even opening it up, not even open. And then tells you at the end to go get yourself a Bible. And it's like, okay. Um, yeah. In their shop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go buy one of the $160 Bibles, the study Bibles from, so this, this, I mean, this internet thing is so like, I, I don't understand it. It goes up and down, red and green. But anyway, so what did you think about that? The knockoff Jesus video. The knockoff Jesus. I, it's, I mean, when uh, I sent it to you, would you did you watch it's it? It's a little comical. Well, see, well, I watched like everything after it too, so I kind of forget. It's just too much. It's like an hour. Dude, that, it was, I watched it. Well, I mean, when I'm working, I can sit there and just yeah, listen yeah. the whole time. And it was really Dude, He good. had another skit that was hilarious yeah, was after just, that. Oh, about the um the marriage. The marriage, yeah. Where she's like, she's like, oh, he's like, oh, will you marry me? She's like, yeah, but I got to see other guys on the side. Yeah, as long as I, I can just see him on like Tuesday, right? Yeah, like, like, just like, keep, as long as, I just want to keep my sin. And, and, I'm covered by grace. Can I just keep my sin? Yeah. Just it, a little bit? But it, it really hit because it was kind of compared to we are the bride of Christ. But this is how we treat Christ. Wow. As when we come into Christianity, which, yeah, I mean, I, I love you and everything, and I want to follow you, but can I just keep this little thing? Yeah. Can I just keep this little thing? I'm just going to stick with, I'm just going to hold on to this. Is that okay? And no, it's not. I mean, we're, I mean, really, it's, if you're the bride of Christ, we're, we're, we're supposed to be make, turning our, becoming a pure bride for him. Yeah. And, so we're like, oh, well, we repent of this, and we, you know, I, I, I love you, I want to follow you, but can I just have, can I just have a couple of, you know, other things on the side every, like, maybe Tuesday or every couple of weeks, and it's it's how we treat him, and yeah. we wonder, you know, <laughs> we wonder why we end up with these religious spirits that, you know, pull us away from him. Yeah, for real. All right, you ready for another clip? So this is I like this one. A this lot. is James. These Lattern. next two clips, I just want to show you guys. I just want to <laughs> show you guys these next two clips. We'll pontificate and we'll talk about them. Yeah. But I just want James Lattern, and um, he's a pastor. He's a really more like a a prayer leader in the. Now you United said he's coming to your church. He's coming to worship with wonders next weekend. Coming to worship with wonders next Sunday to um for our, our in prayer intensive that starts at five twenty. That oh, sounds fun. Five thirty. Yeah, play it. Okay, let's run it. You cannot deliver the region from the spirit, from the religious spirit, if you don't break its influence over you right here, right now. Some of you are speaking to you, and you're thinking, "Oh, this message is not for me." It is for you. 
The devil will try to mesmerize you and think, oh, yeah, this is not for you. It's for another person over there. Well, I wish that person was here in church. No, it's for you. It's for you. It's for you. Because the nature of deception is, the nature of deception is, the people deceived don't know they're deceived. And I'm here as a voice crying out to you, don't waste your destiny as a church. Don't get stuck in the religious spirit. Don't just come to church and listen to a sermon. God is wanting you to be part of a movement of his spirit. The religious spirit manifests by pride, hypocrisy, having a form of godliness but denying its power. The religious spirit manifests by honoring what God has done while dishonoring what he's doing. Always criticizing. Have you noticed Jesus saved some of his fiercest rebukes for who? The religious leaders. So the religious spirit opposes the move of God. John the Baptist faced the religious spirit, and he gave us a, a, a picture of what that spirit looks like in the spirit realm. He called the Pharisees brood of vipers. It's a snake-like spirit. Vipers, if I understand them correctly, like to camouflage themselves and hide. So they can come. Now, by the way, we're talking about a spirit, not people. But spirits work through people. So people under the spirit would come to church, do the church stuff, but the spirit is working within them. And so when that spirit starts to be challenged, like I'm doing and other preachers would probably do, anger, resentment starts to rise. That is a manifestation because the spirit does not like being exposed. It's full of pride. It always wants to be right. Someone functioning in the spirit and the religious spirit is not humble. They're always right. I mean, right out the gate. More heat. Yeah, he came right out the gate. Um, And the whole whole thing about... uh, the religious spirit stifling the the move of God. Yeah, it really like I go tomorrow morning. I'm headed to church with the expectation that the Lord's going to move. Mm-hmm. And if that looks like that one song, I like, I might dance or I might cry. Right, mm-hmm. I might, I, I, whatever it looks like. I want to be a part of it, mm-hmm. of the move. And if we come in going, I, you know, I don't think people should cry in front of God. People need to cry in here. Well, what if that's what the move looks like today? Yeah. What if the move looks like a bunch of crying? And I, I think it's the same thing on our way to recovery mm-hmm. meetings and, and gatherings of fellowship in recovery is it may not look like the same thing tonight. Yeah. You might have three guest speakers. You might have three people up there exactly. uh, leading the thing. Or you might have... Whatever it may be, and, and that's, uh, go expecting a it, move of God. It's crazy. It, it's, we we talk about it sometimes. It's like we love our church because of the fact that we never know. We never know what this service is going to be. It's frustrating sometimes. I, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes, like because you're, you know, you came in and you thought this was going to happen and it didn't happen. It, well, I, frustrating is about not the right word. It's it takes you off guard sometimes. Yeah. It wasn't what you were expecting when you come in. And so what we've learned is is we're not expecting anything when we go in here because, I mean, the, the last week's service, last week's 11 o'clock service was something I've never seen. And I've been going to this church almost a year now, and I've never seen this. Yeah. 
So it was it was it was crazy, but it's, it's the the direction the spirit took the church in, and religion will stifle that. Yeah. When the when the church starts when when the spirit starts to move in a different direction than everybody's used to, the spirit of religion will start to complain. Yeah. It, this happened in that movie uh, Jesus <clears throat> Revolution, when the uh, hippies started coming. One of the current congregation, probably one of the tithers. You know, mm -hmm. comes to the pastor and says they're making the carpet dirty. And so what he does is he washes all their feet the next Sunday as they come in. He sits out front and washes all the hippies' feet as mm -hmm. they come in. This stuff, if, if I'm telling you, Jordan and I were in Florida and we went to a church. And they decided that morning, two things happened. One, we're worshiping. And the guy next to me said, I wasn't going to come. And he goes, but man, the Holy Spirit's here and it's changed me. The second thing that happened is they did a feet washing ceremony and they told us, they're like, don't, if you're new here, don't worry about it. You don't have to participate. And it looks awkward. Yeah. And people start taking their shoes off and everybody starts washing each other's feet. You're like, what the heck is going on here on a Sunday morning <laughs> in service in church. But what ended up happening is the Lord led me to wash this man's feet. And I got up and started washing his feet. He was a recovering heroin addict. Come and on. his wife was watching Jordan's feet by the end. But I look over and his, this man's wife is washing her feet. Huh. And it was just a huge move of God yeah. that looked weird at the beginning. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't look like a Sunday morning, Wednesday night maybe, or a Bible study. But not a Sunday Even service. Then. Like, yeah. what, are you, what is happening here, right? Could yeah. you imagine you going to the remnant rally? And we're starting to wash feet. And you got 600 people are washing feet. She or, wouldn't do it. Or when... <laughs> And she's the, she gets half a job. Right. And the pouring oil on my head. That was so weird and different. But, but huge move of God. Huge move of God. Huge move of God. I'm going to have to hit that little uh, splitter. We're now, back on. we're going to go into our next clip. Um, next one's what? Pastor Mitchell, right? Pastor, okay, yeah. Do you like the clips, Liza? Are you the only one that's hanging with us? We got, we got one more. We got two. I don't know who else is here. I know. I, I, I know think Amy's Amy bounced in and out a little bit. Out, yeah. Um, but so I just got to say before we get to this clip that this clip's fun. You won't do this and listen to this man as a like some of the sermons that he has posted on YouTube. I don't know why you you, you like have this spirit of of rebellion against me. Um, to, uh, to not listen to this. Um, but this is one of my favorite pastors that I've ever listened to. And, you know, I've listened and to this is gonna, a lot. This is going to fall under some of the grace teaching, right? What? What he's about to say to us. Like, this is a, where does this fall, do you think? So for him, it's, there's a, to me, there's a difference between grace teaching and, and religious practices. Okay. Because the grace teaching is, is that no matter what you do, you're fine. And, I, I buy into some of it, but then there's some like I think I think they've taken it to a level that I don't know if it's scripture scriptural anymore. Yeah, um, I like repenting every day. I, I don't look at it as work. It's not yeah. that hard to go. You know, today I was got really selfish and was full of myself the whole day, or today I was very greedy Jesus, or lustful or angry. In, in the or... Sermon on the Mount, Jesus gives us a way to pray, and within that prayer that He gives us. He, he tells us to ask for forgiveness of our transgressions and to forgive those that transgress against us or sin against us, however, whatever translation you're listening to. Sure. Literally, in the prayer, 
that our Lord and Savior gave to us. Pre-cross. As a way to pray, he includes asking for forgiveness daily. So, so bam. I think you I think you solved the great mystery. The great mystery of the, of the works of, of repentance. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you would like to subscribe to our channel, I will teach you many more works that can be done. <laughs> that can be done. In the um, great kingdom of heaven. In the great kingdom of heaven. But but no, so he's not he he's by far not a grace preacher. Um he, but I, I this specific clip. You just want to watch the clip? Yeah, let's watch the clip. Let's watch the clip. We can we'll go afterwards. to the clip. And good, Liza, I'm glad that you are enjoying the clips because I have a plan to visit churches and blog vlog about it. And I, I want to start clipping our pastors, too, and talking yeah. about what they've said and, and if you're down for that. Like live or just clipping it? Clipping from the, it from, from the, the YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I wish we, we should Jesus said to them, I'm like halfway done. He said to them, if anybody takes my laws and you, and you water it down, You are called least in the kingdom of heaven. But they got a big Instagram following, though. You are called least in the kingdom of heaven. But they got millions of dollars, though. You are called least in the kingdom of heaven. But everybody go to their conferences, though. Whoever takes my word and water it down will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever teaches it and teaches others to do the same, they will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Now, he did not say this to pastors. He said that to all his followers. God, this is going so he's telling you your concern to know it and to teach it to other people. You don't need a mic and a platform to tell somebody, thus says the Lord. You could do that in a squad, on Zoom, in a post, on social media, with your children. He says, know it and teach others to do the same also. And when you do that, even though you got 20 people following you, in my eyes, you are great in the kingdom of heaven. Now, whose eyes you want to be great in? Just the eyes of men or the eyes of God? So why we keep propping up people that be relaxing his word, though? Oh, he dope and she be spitting fire, but ain't no Bible. Wow. Now, I, I love it because of the followers part. The followers yeah. part is it, it works on you if you have a ministry, if you have something you feel the Lord's called you to do, mm -hmm. and you just have one person that interacts with you the whole time. You know, uh, when we started the Saturday morning prayers, I very rarely have more than two people. Um, yeah. A lot of things have happened uh, on the Saturday morning prayer. Like we went to an uh, 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 intercess uh, intercessories convention mm -hmm. and another person showed up to pray and like filled in for us. And I thought that was awesome. Like not yeah. no, unbeknownst to them, we were leaving because they weren't in the groups or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And they never came. We left and the Lord put someone there and their attitude about it was it's all good because God put someone here to pray while you guys yeah. were at this other thing. So, But, it, you know, little things like that can get wear you out. You know, Melissa yeah. does Victory Drive on Thursday with me, and she's went through seasons over the last year and a half of, oh, my gosh, because we had, you know, there for a minute, we had a bunch of people, mm -hmm. and they've all 
kind of left and Melissa yeah. went through like a thing of like, oh my gosh, you know, what has happened? Now we have a good amount of people again and, yeah. and things are, are, are good, but it's just him saying, oh, but they got a million followers. I have felt that. Mm-hmm. Jordan has felt that. I've seen Jordan look at someone who is kind of walking a little weird way, saying some weird things and they have a huge audience and she's like, you know, I don't understand. Because, I, it, actually, it makes perfect sense to me. When you're preaching the watered-down <coughs> version of the gospel that says that you can live your life however you want without worrying about the conviction that the Holy Spirit should be bringing you and the repentance that God should be bringing you to within your daily walk, if you're preaching that that doesn't matter and you can just do what you want and blah, 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 you're gonna get a lot of a lot of itching ears out there that are that are wanting to hear. I really, these I, I really do think that's real popular. I think people really do like. You get saved one time. There's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. Yeah, come. Don't worry about anything. Come in. I think come people to like the altar. That. You don't even have to come to the altar. Stand in your seat. Say this sinner's prayer. Get baptized if you want. We do baptism, so you can come get baptized if you want, but we're not going to. It's whatever. And you're fine. You are fine from here on out. It doesn't matter what you do with the rest of your life. But, just, but what about this thing I'm struggling with? Don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. Speak you're covered. That. You're covered. Yeah. You're covered by the blood. Like the other video we watched. What about repentance? Nah, it's pre-cross. It's pre-cross. You, you don't have to worry about that. You don't that. have to worry about that anymore. It's covered so. by the blood. That's covered by the blood. That's covered by the blood. Uh, y- yes... Yes, but we're still called to repentance. I, I we're re- still called to discuss it with him. He's, I tell you what, man, I think I told you this the other day, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this as humbly as I can. <laughs> I, literally, I'm going to try. Over the past, like, two weeks or something like that, like, I don't think I've lied to anyone. Wow. I don't think I have. Like I, I and I'm. I, Is that I, advice for you? Was lying like a big? Yeah, I mean, I'm, both of us are kind of big uh, liars. Yeah, back well, then. I'm not going to say I didn't lie unless we said. <laughs> but I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm that's saying, like that pastor. I, I heard a pastor go. I every prayer I've ever prayed has been answered, and I was like, whoa. I, I don't. I'm not and saying. I'm doing the same thing with you. Whoa. I'm not saying that I'm going to end up lying next week. Don't want to get hit by lightning. I'm just saying. I going back. <laughs> like, I don't think you. that I've yeah. lied, and I think it's it's because. The, the blood washes us of sin and our salvation, our, our relationship with Jesus can free us Amen. from sin. Amen. And like I said, I'm not saying that I'm not going to lie next week or tomorrow or maybe later on this afternoon. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is I feel when, when I go to, I think we we're talking about this, when I go to do something, and I'm like, if the, the Holy Spirit literally comes up and says, if you do that, you're going to have to lie about it. If you do that, you're going to have to lie about it to somebody. Somebody's, yeah. You're going to have to lie about this to somebody. And I, just, I ended up not doing it. I recall from it. Is it from a hot Ooh, day? man, if you just. <laughs> no raw, longer. Raw literally, literally, this, literally, someone says, oh, do you mind if I do this? The problem has been removed of no effort of my own. From drinking. But it took a long time to get here Mm -hmm. with effort of my own. And I walking with Christ is the same. I'm not cussing. I really have not really cussed that, you know. 
I'm not I'm not as bold as you. I haven't waxed as bold as you yet to say I haven't cussed at all all week. But I've been really really good about cussing. So, so the way it worked was is so. Let's say let's let's go over the past three months. Okay. All right. Let's do it. We go through a week. <clears throat> and if I would lie about this or lie about that, he would make me. He it would. He would hit me with it for the next day. You know what I'm saying? The next full day. Don't don't forget that you did that. Now, when you pray, make sure you're going to ask. This, this is the Holy Spirit. Just, yeah. just, just move. convicting, convicting, convicting. And so I would go like a day without lying. Or I'd go like, and then I'd, I'd lie again, and he'd be like, eh? I heard that. And so it, and it's not like he's it's trying he, to. Glory to glory. He's yeah, working it out. He's kneading and it out it of us. Yeah. So eventually it gets to the point where I don't want to be to feel that way i don't want him to come at me like that you're just wore down (laughs) (laughs) but it it leads me to just not to just do everything i can to not do it anymore yeah and slowly a lot of things if you stop doing them for long enough you just don't do them anymore i i'm really i'm feeling that and 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 this is why i wanted to make this episode this is why i wanted to cover this topic because i'm feeling that i don't want to cuss anymore but I'm also feeling the religious judgment when someone cusses a lot around me. Yes. I uh, I was at the men's group, and the men were talking about Your this. Your walk is not anyone else's I walk. I know. And I, I'm listening to them all talking. I'm like, why, why can't you knock this thing out, man? Like, You know what I'm saying? It's like this <laughs> weird work religious thing. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Come on, man. Somebody's been reading his Bible. <laughs> only the parts he likes, though. Only the parts I like. Only the parts that, <laughs> only the parts that make my point. Correct. That's the parts I read. So, um, navigating this, we've made a few episodes. We are tonight. We're literally going to put this one straight up on the podcast, straight up Amen. on YouTube before we get done. We, yes, Amy, we are going to start working on them, uh, making them clips and reels and putting them on TikTok. We're going to make an Instagram for Victory Drive and start going live there. All of that is upcoming. Upcoming. Forthcoming. So, so, I don't, so, Y'all didn't. Y'all weren't here for the beginning of the show, so I wanna. I wanna say it since you already let it out, and if they watch the rest, they go back and watch. So we've been invited to a conference the first Saturday in February. I don't have the details yet. That's you what, said that's, it was a Saturday. I know. I'll, I'll get the details here. All right. So but we don't have details, but we've been invited. Um, I, I think you. We may end up speaking, um, or something like that. But it's so. It's kind of exciting. It's exciting that we... There's supposed to be like nine or ten other ministries that we can rub elbows with and start to, you know, get some traction. Yeah, maybe get some some funds maybe to help do some stuff that... To help, I to really help have. Boost, the, I have this vision. This okay, Victory Drive Saturday Live. Um, you can visit us on Thursday nights at six thirty, in live in person at six eight three five Victory Drive in Woodstock, Georgia. Um, but I have this vision for a setup where we can have guests. Yeah. I'd really like to interview Matt Pelt. I would like to interview Amy Van Pelt. Oh, dude. <laughs> that would be a blessing if Amy would do that. Um, if she could take if she could take time out of her busy schedule. And all, all we really need for that well is, to, to so we have these microphones. Like we would have to have a couple more microphones, mm-hmm. which they're not. Mm-hmm. They're like $400 a piece. A couple of arms, pr- relatively cheap. Yeah. But the setup out here, we have this whole space. But it's full of stuff. And we have no internet. Do you think T-Mobile could help us with internet if I bought one of them things? 
I don't know. Okay, I'll check into that, see what that costs. You know, trying to get a T-Mobile modem here that's separate from the rest of it to see if we can get yeah. internet and set this thing up. You know, even buy like something that says Victory Drive and hang it up. Yeah. Put the couch out there where everybody's comfortable. Um, we can hire uh, someone that will, you know, bring you coffee and drinks like that. When you know, no, nothing this, alcoholic. You know, this will be green room. This will be the green room, and we'll have like snacks and we'll do snacks. We'll be, you know, and we'll have and we'll let people like Amy and Matt can send in the request that we don't have this certain thing in the snack in the green room, but we absolutely have to have this right. And the other thing, the we can room. hire a team. That will edit the videos for us yep. and put it on TikTok and yep. an advertising group. Yes, yes, and a, um, a marketing team. A van. We need a van. Need <laughs> <laughs> a helicopter. And the helicopter. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what? Uh, were we talking about? Were we talking about my job when you said that? Well, I was like, I gotta be here, and I gotta be here, and I gotta be there by five, and I got an hour to do. And you were like, you need a helicopter. Get him, <laughs> so, tell him to get you a helicopter. Yeah. Um, and we we joke, but it, it's exciting that we're that we were asked to do this. I mean, I never dreamed that we would have been asked to do something like this. And it's not a huge conference, but it's a conference nonetheless. And it's like you said, it's rubbing elbows with other ministries that are, you know, growing. <clears throat> and and you know. how do you want to share it with our Facebook audience? What you're what? thinking, like the whole entire experience and what we're going through. Do you want me to vlog that? You want me to try and video that and. <sighs> Yeah, we're going to have to. Are they going to video it? I don't know. I, tomorrow, I'm going to video going to ARC and, and test this out. Because I would like to vlog going to different churches. Okay, cool. I want to test this out. No, but so, so when you find out the details. Thank you, Amy. When you find out the details, thank you. Um, Amy, would you let us interview you? That's the question. As a wife question. of a very large, amazing writer of and gospel song, music. Yeah, songwriter and, and performer. And, and a mother, and of a some mother. amazing kids. I, I don't know your kids, but I barely know you or Matt. So I mean, it is what it is. But would you let us interview us? Let us interview you. We, we we're gonna we, wait. We we're wait. gonna sit here we and wait, wait for your reply. For your reply. Wait for your reply. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Honestly, not really wanting to interview you. I really want to interview <laughs> Matt. I'm such a fangirl for matt van <laughs> you really are you really is. have you heard my little thing welcome to ark family church home of the holy spirit and woodstock's best kept secret matt van pelt matt van pelt and the ark family worship team matt i hope you turn in cause, tune in because that's the first time i've said matt van pelt ever is it ever? yeah i don't call him that <laughs> van pelt van pelt that's their, that's their new last name is Van Pelts. They, I guess it's his crest. It's his family. Okay. And and they found out, so they changed it to Van Pelt. And somebody had dropped. I don't know. It's probably got to do with the Aryan nation, but we, we don't really talk yeah, about that. We don't that. talk about that. We're that's just going to move on and not talk about that. <laughs> uh, also, we're getting together to watch the fourth season of Chosen in the theater, and I'd like to invite you and Emily to come. Now, you have to buy your own tickets. But Whoa. Amy Van Pelt's mother is going to buy mine and Jordan's tickets. So you're going um, to watch The Chosen? Season four. Remember, I told you. Have I'm you, waiting for season four. Have you watched any of it before? No, but it's... Man, here's the funny thing about the first three seasons. Catch up, man. There's funny thing about the first here's, three seasons. Is they're in the Bible. <laughs> and, they're, and they're accurate. No, they're not. <laughs> they're accurate in the Bible. 
They're accurate in the Bible. Yes, okay, in the, okay, when yeah. I read the Bible, I get the accurate. <laughs> like in the Bible, there's no mention of, or, or any allusion to Matt Matthew having a, a learning disability. Yeah, I mean, I, I get to leave that out of my religion. I don't have to add it. I have met and talked to people who the chosen has led them to Christ, and I praise God for that. But they do think Matt Matthew had autism, and there's no way of getting it. That's their religion. They're, yeah, that's, their religious spirit is that he was, and that well, Peter was kind of a hothead. So, dude, Peter is one of my favorite characters, and I, and as I've been I've, calling them characters, these are real people. No, in the cho- characters. Oh, in because, the chosen. Okay. Yeah. I thought oh, yeah. Somebody in the Bible. He's like, one of my favorite uh, apostles, disciples in the Bible. But, you know, in the, in the chosen, he's one of my favorite characters. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So uh, I told Amy, I said, you know, we're going to do an Easter-themed celebration this year for Easter, and I'm going to bring my gold tablets to Passover. I don't know enough about the Mormon religion. To well, then ask me, what do gold tablets have to do? What do the gold tablets have to do? I don't know either, but <laughs> <They'll be there. laughs> they look good. The Mormons, isn't that what Derek G- Dallas Jenkins said? Yeah, they look I don't good. know, but they look good. They look good. <laughs> Sounding good. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> I am the law of Moses. <laughs> oh man, he is the Sabbath, though. Okay, he is where we can rest. Yeah, he. You can take all your religious ideas. If you don't like uh, pews, you only like chairs, you can take that and rest with Christ. Mm-hmm. If you don't like loud music and jumping around, you can rest in Christ with that. Yeah. You don't want anybody to pray over you. You don't think praying out loud is, well. And there's a challenge to anyone that's dealing with like a religious spirit. Take it to Christ. Test that spirit by the spirit. And see if it's really what you need to be the way you're supposed to to look like this. this. You're supposed to act like that. A wife is supposed to say this. A pastor is supposed to look like this. It's like you. It's like you said. God said. Do you think women can't be pastors? Do you think it's a religious statement? Hit your knees and you stay there until I tell you to come up. Because and I'm just like, just like God being able to golden, be, being able to go to Golden Corral after you're done fasting, mm-hmm. when he let me up, boy, I was in heaven. What now? When, when he, he told me it was okay and I didn't have oh, to keep worshiping like that. that? Yeah. Oh, I feasted. <laughs> <You're>, ah! <laughs> but, but yes, bring it, bring that to the cross. Bring anything that you're feeling that that you feel like should be the way it's done. Test that by the Spirit. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. You want to pray? Go pray for it. You got any prayer requests? Anything on your heart? I would like to, uh, I'd like you to throw my son in your prayers. How are you? Name, no name. Does he watch this show yet? No, he's not. I mean, we're we're friends on Facebook, but he's not on Facebook. None of them are on Facebook. His, his, His picture on Facebook is from like, Right. Like when we went, <laughs> when we were at Worship with Wonders, and Jordan told them she was on Facebook with her business, the the, the woman was like, "Why are you not on Instagram with your business?" Yeah. And Jordan was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah." You know. Are you on Instagram? Is she on Instagram with her business? Yet? Are you on Instagram now with Ant- the Imprints of Antioch? Imprints of Antioch on Instagram. Boom. Boom. Antioch speaks. Plug. On Instagram. Plug. Um. So this is where this is where I'm gonna start. Um, this has been on my heart so much this week, and we and I we've been praying so much, uh, especially with Ark and the, and the fast and everything. Mm-hmm. 
this is on my heart so much is our children. And so that's why I think it was funny that you said that. Um, I actually had, if you don't believe me, I have notes in the phone I can show to you. I've got lists no of people's kids' me. names um, <laughs> at our church mm-hmm. and, and other places that have all kinds of different things. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about what your son's going through? at all uh, i mean i don't think I, I think we've talked about it enough that no i don't think i need to i'm going to say this um my kids one of my kids has gave up marijuana mm-hmm. um and so is their boyfriend and that to me is is big god has moved in that um so if what i want to do is if you're if you have children grandchildren that are addicted to kratom vape um cigarettes marijuana uh, maybe you know they're addicted to images is I want to agree with you for breakthrough in that, um, just because I have received breakthrough. So I want you know you got we got to give this away. Yeah, I want to plead the blood, the, the same God that did it for me it, will do it for you and your kids. And then I've heard a lot of horror stories this week, and and I don't. It's funny because on one side I know the Holy Spirit is ministering to me to pray for our children. Yeah, but then on the other side, the fellowship and my church and the people that I rub elbows with are telling me that my kid is into the occult. My kid is into weird Mm -hmm. um, lust things. My kid is into drug addiction. My kid is into um, anger issues. My kid is codependent. I mean, if we want to go to, so, so my son um, went down one of the best moments of my life. I, I got to walk him down for an altar call a few months back. And, you know, he gave his life and they gave him Bible. But part of me, and I think I I told you this, part of me is, has this weird feeling that these things that he's, these things he's doing in the church and, and and stuff is, is, is an appeasement type thing for me and his grandparents to, to, so, so we won't be on his case. To gain your approval. So we we won't be on his case about anything because, so, and I, and I don't want to, that may or may not be the case, but I sometimes I feel it. But anyways. Do you think it's a religious thing? What? That, if I use church to get your approval. I think that you're playing on what you think is my religious thing. Okay, all right. Um. So anyways, I guess my prayer for him daily is that God will continue to work in him what he started. Because I do feel like, him going down on that altar call and him saying those words. Yeah. He started something. And I know that my father is faithful to, Amen. to complete. Come on. Yeah. Amen. So that's just my prayer is that he will continue to work that out in him. Amen. And so that's and I I know I was praying over you means. a couple of weeks ago and I was praying like uh help him with employment, help him with steadying his mind, help you know, all these things. And then someone else came over and laid hands on you and said, Father, get his attention mm-hmm. and help him change his focus on daily you I'm, 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 and I'm, let that change I'm, everything. Cast out anxiety. It. I cast out depression, yes, sleeplessness. I yeah, cast hallelujah. it all out in Jesus' name. Comparison of others. Mm-hmm. I cast that out in Jesus' name. And uh I lift up I'm gonna I'm gonna name a few because um, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, the Je- uh, Jeff George was interacting on our comments and he thanked me. Uh, so uh, we'll pray for Ashley as his daughter. Uh, we lift her up and her son, Dominic. Uh, Father, just take, you, you just move in them with your love, Holy Spirit. Minister to their hearts. Minister to their minds, Lord. Get them up tomorrow morning and give them energy and excitement to come to church uh, and join us uh, in, in your presence, Lord. I want to pray right now for Ariel, Lord. Just uh, move through 
uh, her life. This is a, a daughter of a member of the church. Uh, minister to her heart. Uh, work through people that she will listen to. Sometimes, Lord, that people that want to uh, work with us and talk to us, we don't receive from. Father, I ask that you put someone in Ariel's life that she's open to re receive from. Uh, during all of this, Renee was thrown in, Lord. This is a daughter of a church member as well, and I ask, Lord, that you just minister to her heart. Holy Spirit, just wrap her up in your love. Uh, speak to her. Send somebody into her life that she will receive that from. Then there's other children. I don't know the names, Lord, and I, I you know who they are that go to our church, Father, that ha are into the occult. I ask you, Lord, that you move in their life, that you do something. Whatever it is, Lord, if it is delivering them from consequences they deserve like you've done, or if it's uh, uh, bringing them down to the, their rock bottom, whatever it is, God, I pray for these children that they, get re uh, that they get a response, that they realize that you're there, that you're working, and that you're real. In your Bible, Lord, it says in 1 Corinthians 7 that if we pray for our spouses and the children, that they will be uh, saved and Amen. they will be healed. And, and Father, I believe in that. I believe my grandma's prayer. Uh, for me is why I'm here. So I encourage everyone that's that's listening. I think that someone wa someone watching this right now's prayers is why I'm here. So is, come on. Yeah, amen. Come on. I, I encourage you to keep praying. Uh, Holy Spirit, I ask that you inspire everybody involved uh, to pray all all the time for these children, to, to pray for all the prodigals to come home. And Holy Spirit, forgive us. Help us to be forgiving as prodigals come back to the church. As 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 our kids come back out of this, make us ready to receive them. Make a, take away our judgments and our lectures that we want to give them when they're broken, and replace it with joy and love and forgiveness and patience as they come back. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Anything else you got? I just want to take us the the unbelievers out there, man, around the world, um, in this nation, um, in countries everywhere else that. Or the you know believing in false gods, I just ask, ask Lord that you would give them visions, Lord, give them dreams, do, continue oh, the work yeah. that you're doing in in the Middle East. That, that yes, you were hearing stories all all the time of of Muslims getting dreams of of, of Christ and then giving their lives over. And I just I ask Lord, I ask for do it a, again, a, a big a, a big move of the Holy Spirit around this, in this nation and, and, and in this world, God, to, um, you, to bring more and more. We know that the harvest is plenty, Lord. And I just pray that you would continue to, to, to raise up, to raise up workers, Lord, Amen. workers Amen. to, 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 to reap your bounty, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I pray for anyone watching right now, anyone who may be catching this clip later or to listen to it on a podcast or anything like that, I pray for you right now that the next fellowship meeting, the next Bible study, the next home church, the next Sunday service, the next thing that you go to, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you inspire an expectation in all of our hearts that God is going to move. Create an expectation that when we come to worship and fellowship together, that someone new is going to be in the body. Someone hurting is going to need healing. Someone's going to be there that's a non-believer. And today's the day the Holy Spirit's going to welcome them into the kingdom of heaven with us. Be in expectation. Holy Spirit, inspire expectation in all of us that God is going to move today. That God is going to put us in front of somebody that we get to pray for or minister to. And the Lord is going to move in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
So <laughs> Liza, I'm open to it. <laughs> Did you see what she put? I mean, if you want some Saturday prayer, we got prayer at 8 o'clock tonight at Worship of Wonders Church. At 5.30 at Ark Family Church. Oh, in 10 minutes. In 10 minutes. Did 10 you minutes. Make it? Just, I'm not going to make not it. Not going to make that. I didn't make it last week either. I tried. We do want, we do want, to, make the, we do want to make the plugs, though. Um, so Ark Family Church has prayer... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So on Monday, um, it's 9 a.m. There's corporate prayer, 6835 Victory Drive, 6835 Victory Drive. On Monday at 5.30 p.m. is a corporate prayer. On Tuesday, it's 11 a.m., Okay, 5.30 p.m. Wednesday is 9.45 a.m., 6 p.m. Thursday is 9.45 a.m., 5.30 p.m., Friday is 9.45 a.m. and 6 p.m. Saturday is 9 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. And Sunday is 9 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. All right. And so at Worshipful Wonders, we have, we just have one. We have prayer night on Saturdays at 8 o'clock. Um, we have our Wednesday night. Uh, it's a service. It's a Bible study. It's whatever. It's, that's at 7.30. Um the first Monday of every month, they're starting to do a 6 a.m. prayer service um, for men only. And then I think the third 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 Tuesday of every month is a 7 a.m. women's prayer group. Um, and then, of course, our normal um, services are 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings. And next weekend, we have our Remnant Rally... Woo! It's gonna start at. If you haven't been to one of these, you gotta get out. Get out. It's either and check seven. We'll have to check it. We we we're even posting on here. It's either seven or seven thirty on Saturday night, and then um, at eleven o'clock on set on Sunday, and then there's a prayer intensive at five thirty on Sunday, and then another part of the remnant rally at seven o'clock Sunday night. So it's Saturday night all the way to Sunday night, and we're just. It's just going to be a house full of the remnant, praising the Lord. And you can count on us not to list this in the comments or in what the um, anywhere. You know, this is what I would like to do. If anyone's still here at the end, if you want to become a partner with us, if you got prayer requests, just message us on Facebook here. Yeah. I, if you're listening to us on uh, a podcast, mm -hmm. send uh, an email to AntiochSpeaks at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and uh, what we'll do is you can partner with us. You can get prayer requests. We can mm -hmm. get all the details ironed out. Yeah, because we're all about prayer requests. If you want to send, anybody can send in prayer requests. And we'll, we, we've, we do this at the end of every show. So, I mean, we'll throw them in there. We'll, you know, and, and, and we'll pray for them in our own time, in our private time, in amen. our secret place. Amen. Like, wow. like, so, yeah, just send them in. Send them in. And, uh, and yeah. We love live fellowship. We love getting together live. So we'll, if you give me an inbox, if you send me an email at antiochspeaks at gmail.com, what we'll do is we'll give you a list of different live things we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, there's something every day of the week all over the place. Marietta, Canton, Dawsonville, we can make this happen yeah. to have a live fellowship at some point during the week if you want Absolutely. to. Absolutely. And I just want to say before we sign off that at one point, Matt Van Pelt was watching. Oh, nice. I think he was watching during your prayer. Nice. I think Amy told him, he said, Brent's praying, you should go and watch. And he did. Nice. 
I love that. I'm um, kind of a fangirl, so I just want to I am a fangirl for Matt Pelt. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to get to preach the gospel in March. Absolutely. I would like to invite you to come. Oh, I'm coming. 6835 Victory Drive, Friday night at 7 p.m., Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Okay. On the 22nd and 24th. 22nd of March. 24th of March. Hallelujah. I, I, Liza, we're going to do this. We're going to, I don't know if it's just going to be a podcast of just prayer, but it's going to be a more prayerful podcast. Prayerful. There we go. We're going to pray more yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> Josh is starting to get into it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. Outro. Outro. All right. See y'all next time. Victory Drive, Saturday. Live. We are live. <laughs> And uh, please hit the outro. I'm working on it. I'm working. I got to turn the volume up on it, too. See the enemy fall back, fall back as you show your face, Lord. Hear our voices call back, call back. This is a call to war, Lord. We will not fail, we will prevail. This is our destiny. So light the morning with your glory. Claim your victory. This is a call to battle. This is a call to battle. Blow the trumpet, shout in time. Gonna rise up like a lion. Slay our enemy, destroy our Hey everyone, welcome to Antioch Speaks. This is Brent Witcher, also from Victory Drive, Hands and Feet Ministry, and Ark Family Church. I just wanted to come on here for a short time uh, and talk about everything that's been going on. Uh, I've been uploading content, uh, hosting Thursday nights at 6.30 at 6835 Victory Drive, uh, heading out to the community, the cities, and the villages, just as described in Luke 13, 18 through 22. Uh, still working a full-time job. I'm spending this little bit of time to offer an opportunity to you to join us in partnership through Venmo, GoFundMe, and the Church Center app you can give to Ark Family Church. Um, Hands and Feet uh, Ministry in Woodstock, as well as Victory Drive, all through that Church Center app, which you will find a QR code right there. Uh, Ark Family hosts a ministry almost every night of the week, as well as corporate prayers, um, and several other ministries that go out to a community. Hands and Feet is a ministry from ARC that serves the community once a month in outreach on Saturdays. It costs about $600 a month to do this ministry. You could host one month by partnering with us. Victory Drive serves every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, these are folks in recovery, drug addicted, personality disorders, different abuses. Um, anybody that's in recovery for different challenges, this is... Uh, probably running about $300 a month right now. You can give uh, to ARC, Victory Drive, or the Hands and Feet Ministry all through that Church Center app. That's the QR code that has the dinosaur on it. Um, just scan that, put that on your phone. You can um, sign in and, and go to ARC Family Church, and there's a give button that has all those there. Um, AntiochSpeaks.com. Uh, we're going to put out probably in, in uh, 2024, eight episodes a month. 
Um, that's, you know, two a week at least we're going to try. Um, this is going to bring to you news, um, things that are going on uh, in the government, in Israel, things like that. Uh, we'll talk about different discussions, uh, challenges that Christians have, different topics, like celebrating holidays and stuff like that that you hear after you've gotten saved, you plugged into the fellowship and you started doing different things, you start getting into these small discussions about is this okay or is a bunny rabbit this and that. And Antioch Speaks uh, likes to talk about all that stuff uh, as well as we study the Bible and other different theology um, of of. In this, uh, you have a website as well, AntiochSpeaks.com, where there's blogging, there's different points of view, there's a lot of writing, a daily devotional. Uh, that's AntiochSpeaks.com. Um, this is something that can be fully funded for about $2,000 a month. Victory Drive Live on Saturday nights is going on Facebook right now. Um, it's about an hour, two-hour episode once a week. That's four, uh, as well as a podcast on YouTube. Uh, and $500 a month would take care of all of the artwork, all of the different subscriptions, um, and everything like that. We have future ambitions. Um, ARC family needs a new building. Uh, we have had new mem members every week with new families, and we need more space. Some of the additions we have attempted on our current property are not realistic, reasonable, or sustainable. ARC needs more space. Victory Drive would also like to begin training our participants for work, uh, parenting if they get their children back, rebuilding broken relationships uh, from different abuses or different uh, uh, problems with addiction, money, stuff like that. We also want to provide education and training to the current counselors for more certifications and to prove the lives and uh, of the addicts and the victims of abuse that we have. Um, and we would also like to be available more days than just Thursday. Uh, hands and feet would like to have more weekends than just one Saturday a month. Uh, and we'd like to have more teams going out so that we can hit a whole lot of different areas of time. AntiochSpeaks.com would like to serve more people by getting to more platforms. In order for us to go live on Instagram, we need followers. Um, so, And we need a permanent space for if people want to join us, uh, visit us, anything like that. Through the Church Center app, GoFundMe, and Venmo, you can partner up with the, all these ministries. If you believe in the work we are doing, you feel led, you can visit us anytime, 6835 Victory Drive in Woodstock. You can contact us at AntiochSpeaks, I mean, AntiochSpeaks at gmail.com or through the Church Center app. Thank you so much for your time and continue to enjoy our free content.